Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. I mentioned this new NHS workforce apprenticeship scheme that's been launched in the UK in an effort to try and fix shortages of staff there. And it would effectively see school leavers receiving on the job training. Um, they're talking about a third of nurses being trained through this kind of vocational more hands-on approach as soon as they finish up in the school environment. And I suppose with the ongoing situation here in our own healthcare system, we're constantly talking about staff retention. We're asking, is it something that perhaps we should consider introducing here? Emma Kate is with us on the line today because Emma Kate, you are a nurse. Do you think an apprenticeship... How are you? Yeah. Do you think an apprenticeship type scheme would work in the nursing profession? Um... Yeah, I think it was. I know it was that was the case before and you learned on the job. And I know I trained in the UK myself. So I it was more hands-on, I think. It was less academic and more hands-on, more placement time. So I think it would and you do learn while you're working on it, while you're working and doing the job. More, um, more so than other professions, Emma Kate? Um, not more so than other professions, but I think it's just with nursing you learn looking after the patient in person rather than reading it in a book. Um, I know I've spoken to some students recently and they were saying they prefer a more hands-on approach to it. They're in college for so long and then they get to come out to the wards and it's kind of a shock to the system because they've learned so much but putting into practice is really when they learn. You, you mentioned you trained in the UK. Just explain how that, um, that training or that learning was previously, how it was different, Emma Kate, to here. Um, it's just, I suppose it's more hands-on. We got a lot more placement time um, in the UK, so and it was only three years, so it was condensed into the three-year degree programme. But um, you were in college for um, a month, and then you went out onto the ward, got your experience, came back, reflected on what you learned, learned a little bit more for the next placement, but you got to put it straight into practice. You didn't learn it in first year and then put it into practice in third year in your specialist area. So I know here they get to go into specialist areas in second year, but they don't have the same knowledge. They would would first when they have more knowledge in their specialist areas. So and longer time, yeah. two weeks is not long enough in a specialist area for them here. I don't think. And, and just out of curiosity, um, when you're doing the kind of the in training part, are you able to earn while studying, or is that just part of the placement? No, it's just part of the placement. It's part of the placement. Um, yeah. Do you think it would be something like as an apprenticeship style scheme, if you want to call it that? Do you think that would work here in Ireland? I think so, but I think it would only work if you had the correct number. You know, you had the safe staffing levels that we need to provide the teaching for these for these apprentices as such. So if you had the staff there to provide the support and the educational needs on the wards for patients, for apprentices, I think that would work. Mm. Are you and back? Think, do you know, sorry. No, go on ahead, Emma Kate. Sorry. No, I just sorry. I just said I think that would you know it would work if it did come in. Um, in Ireland, for, yeah, for, yeah. Are you are you uh, nursing in Ireland or are you still in the UK? No, I'm still. In, I'm in Waterford, so I came back to Waterford almost seven years ago. And I've been here since in University Hospital Waterford. So, yeah. is yeah. is staff um, like do, do, like you probably see or do you see the staff retention issues firsthand? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, it is very hard to retain staff, and I suppose um, it's brighter abroad for people. Um, it's they're getting 
there's more staff and better conditions in other countries at times. I know we have a great health system here and it's great, but it's, it's the retention of staff over the years. Um, and once they qualify and get a bit of experience, they do travel. Mm-hmm. So, well, what about you, Kira? Kira, I believe you're, you are a retired nurse. Do you think this type of nursing apprenticeship scheme would work? Yes, I agree with what that lady was saying, it, uh, very much so. Um, I think what's happened is that people are coming out uh, with an academic training rather than a practical one now, and the hands-on is just not there. But I also would like to say that I think across the medics, I mean, including doctors here, I think that if you train and you qualify in the country, I think you should have to to sign up for at least a year after you've qualified to pay back something to the country. Because I think what's happening okay. now is that people are getting a training, uh, it's a free training when it's uh, medical. And um, I think they, they get qualified and then the minute they're qualified, they uh, they go abroad. And I think it's a pity because we are losing so many people and to other countries. So I think there should be some mandatory um, requirement that they do stay a year or at least six months after they're qualified. Would you agree with that, Emma Case? Yeah, I would. I think it's it's you're able to consolidate your skills and consolidate everything that you've learned and give back to the health system that's helped you along the way. Um, and I, do you know what it is? It's to build the skills. But even if people get their placements where they want and they find the interest in where they want, they might further their education and further their studies and specialise in that area. So that would make them want to stay a little bit more, I think, as well. And do you think, Clara, sorry, the, the idea of kind of having, uh, if you want to call it, mandatory payback for a year or six months, do, do you think that should be just introduced within the medical or nursing professions or should every college student have to well, give back I'm, in some way? I, I can only comment on what I know. So I would only say I would be talking about what I know, which is the medical profession. But I know of several people who have qualified as doctors and they've gone abroad almost immediately, and we've lost them. Do you know? Mm. And as the same with nurses, and it's 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 a shame. It's a shame for them too, because I think a lot of people think the grass is greener on the other side. But when they go abroad, perhaps they haven't consolidated their their experience enough before they go. But um, in addition to that, I think the training. I personally think people from school are too young to start nurse training. I mean, it it does vary from person to person, I know that, but basically, if you're coming out of school and you go straight into nurse training, I do think that sometimes you're too immature and you haven't had enough life experience, and uh, it can be quite stressful for a young person to come from a school environment straight into nursing and see somebody dying or even having to, you know, assist with death or whatever, or serious illness. So I would suggest that um, there would be a, 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 you know, that you couldn't train until you were about 21 so that you've been out in the world and you've had a job and you've got some life experience. That that would be my uh, idea. Yeah, I'd love to hear other, um, I suppose, reaction or or views to, to Clara's suggestion on that. This listener says, I think nursing in Ireland is now more about paperwork and audits and it's not about patient care. That's why they have the healthcare assistants and they often do the bulk of the heavy work. We have very few nurses in the washing, um, toilet or feeding in patients now, according to this listener. Another texter says, what's really going on in the UK is simply to provide a cheaper nurse 
less educated and to degrade the service. We shouldn't take on every bad UK idea, says this listener. Ralph is with us on the line. Ralph, you're also a nurse. Um, do you think the nursing apprenticeships could work in Ireland? Well, look, it's um, at, at the moment, we don't really know a huge amount about it. But we kind of only have the UK sort of... Um, what is that um, experience to look at? But over here, you know, it, it is a different story. And the fact of the matter is we, you know, haven't, we, we don't know enough about it yet. And we don't know how it can be, you know, uh, implemented here, to be, um, you know, because it is a new idea. And it is something, it's something new that we, I think it's just a bit too early to say if it, is, if it can be a good idea, if it can't. But, you know, it, obviously everything, everything is, if we if it gets more nurses into the field, then what's what's wrong with that? But at mm. the same time, we do have to acknowledge that it is new. We don't really know enough about it, and until we actually have concrete figures on you know how successful it is and how many nurses that we do retain after it, then we can maybe have a much better uh, much better opinion. But going going back to what um, was said, if it's if it's all right with you about the. Uh, not allowing nurses to be, say, 21. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about that, actually. And the mandatory, um, you know, having to sort of pay back or give back in terms of your time to the profession after college. Well, I suppose I'll take that as a two-point thing. But, like, having people wait until they're 21, say, I knew what I wanted to do when I left, when I was doing my leaving search before that. What do you expect students to do until they're 21 years of age before they do potentially their or before they study for their dream job to twiddle their thumbs do another degree because then that will probably just take more more nurses out of the field then, or more nurses potential nurses doing other jobs instead because what do you expect people to do until they're 21 years of age are you still there clara I, yes I, I i wasn't suggesting that anyone do a degree before nursing what i said was that they should be out in the world in any job waitressing, shopping, working in a shop, anything, secretarial work, because it just gives you a life skill and matures you before you come from school straight into uh, the hospital environment. And the other thing I didn't mention was that um, the long hours. Now, I think nurses have shot themselves in the foot because they actually agreed or voted to have these 12-hour shifts. And I always thought that was a very bad idea. I trained when there was an eight-hour shift. And uh, the work is very consuming, very physically and mentally draining. Mm, And 12 hours, I think, is way too long. And it gives rise to errors, medical um, medication errors, and generally burnout from nurses. I think it should be an eight-hour shift and that it should be that you should have more time for yourself. Now, nurses don't want that, though. They think they're better off with 12-hour shifts so that they have work less days. But to be honest, it doesn't work. Do do you find that, Ralph? I mean, is that your preference? No. If you're... A student shouldn't be really making any medication errors, especially if they're in first or third year. Because they all have a preceptor with them, they'll have a nurse with them. If a student is handling medications and makes an error like that, it shouldn't be. Yeah, but I'm not talking part. about students. I'm talking about qualified nurses that work a 12-hour shift. They're doing medication, and, and it has been proven that they are actually overtired. And it's not only errors in medication, it's attitude. They get burnt out. They just cannot give what they should be giving to, med- to patients. 
Well, that's, you know, if, if it's, uh, it's been a 12-hour shift for, for a very long time, and also that's how it's been for the moment. And In your time, that's all you know, is it? Like, that's what you've yeah, been working on, yeah. Can I just ask you, Ralph, as well, about Clara's other suggestion there, though, that, you know, that um, the, the qualified nurses should have to work, you know, maybe maybe perhaps six months or 12 months or um, something, those in the medical profession. Like, well, you don't want to keep people. If people want to move abroad, they'll move abroad. If it's regardless, if it's for six, if it's six months later or a year later, you know, maybe maybe you'll get a few that will stay after a while. Um, maybe if they do work the year, they might realise that they or might find out themselves that they do very much enjoy the job here and will stay. But for others, they're just they're going to go no matter what. And if it's six months down the line, if it's a year down the line, then so be it. Mm. But I think forcing people to stay in Ireland to work after they've done a college degree, there needs to be more incentive to, uh, to stay and more, um, you know, more of an incentive, not forcing people to stay, because if you force people to stay, it leaves a very bad place in somebody's mouth. Well, it isn't forcing, it's just part of the agreement when you train. And, uh, you know, and when I was training, it was the, it was the general practice that you worked for six months in the hospital where you trained, and everyone accepted that. And there wasn't a question of being forced. You automatically did that. And it was to your advantage because you weren't a stranger in the hospital and it was consolidated your confidence. Ralph? But if I do any other other degree, am I not free to move abroad? Well, that's the point, isn't it? I mean, I I would be interested, Clara, it's a fascinating suggestion. I'd be interested to see... um, well, as I can tell you from the text coming in so far, Clara, since you mentioned that, a lot of people not in favour with the idea of those in the medical profession having to give back and then not asking anybody, any other undergraduate uh, to do the same. Look, it'll be interesting to see how this um, apprenticeship scheme actually, uh, how it works out in the UK. And look, maybe something it is, um, maybe it is something we too could consider here in Ireland at some stage as well. I see this texter has got in touch to say, major caution for nursing apprenticeships. The Irish nurses and midwives are highly regarded professionals worldwide. That's why the likes of Australia, Dubai and New Zealand actively recruit from Ireland. It's because we've equal, uh, we've an equal um, focus on both the practical and academic exposure. Also, if nurses and midwives are only trained to apprentice level, they will receive a pay cut as other nurses are trained to undergraduate and postgraduate level. This listener's got in touch to say, my sister is a nurse and if the nursing assistant makes a mistake... The nurse who assigned the assistant is, or sorry, the nurse who is assigned to the assistant is responsible, according to this listener. Another texter says student nurses pay for their own training nowadays. I qualified in 76 and for my three years, I worked in the wards full time with periods of block study time. It was great hands on experience. We were paid um, degree training nowadays and there's a lack of big time experience and hands on practical experience too. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.